welcome to Camp Radio, a podcast of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Join us as we sit down with church leaders to discuss relevant trends and issues for today's church. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's dive into a new episode of Camp Radio. Thank you for joining us on Camp Radio. My name is Kevin Peerage, and I'll be your host. Today we have with us Bill Cho. Bill is the Collegiate Ministry Director for the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Bill, thank you for spending some time with us. Well, you're welcome. It's good to be with you. Yeah. Bill, uh, I know you're here with your uh, BCM guys across the state and uh, having a, a retreat and prepare for, I guess, uh, just do some planning and that's right, and and to, to spend some time with one another. I know it's hard with having all those BCM guys all across the state. They don't get together that often. They don't. They're real sensitive. They have a real sense of community and love each other. And they're five hundred miles apart, so they really look forward to being together. And this yeah. has been a great place for us to be this week. Thanks. Yeah, well, good. And I don't get to see those guys often either, either through here or when we have our retreat for the convention. I get to talk to them a little bit yeah, too. and they love you really appreciate what you do here yeah, yeah they're great guys well tell us to start off with just tell a little bit about about you about yourself well i consider myself a tennessee and been in tennessee most of my life and i've spent my really my entire ministry career with tennessee baptist and uh, my title is baptist collegiate ministries director and but i started out on campus i was an associate at ut knoxville in the 80s i spent all the 90s at vanderbilt university mm-hmm. with Baptist Collegiate Ministry, and I've been in the state leadership role for, it's my 25th year mm-hmm. in the state leadership role. So I'm thankful for all that. It's uh, it's still fun. Yeah, yeah. And you live in Nashville, right? Live in, Na- in Franklin, mm-hmm. in the Nashville area. I'm on the road a lot, as you can imagine, but uh, there, we can get to all those places. So that's what yeah. I do. Yeah. So, uh, well, tell us, let's talk about a little bit about the uh, uh, what you do, and as far as I know that you're over all the BCM directors and help guide them in their ministry. Uh, but uh, what is that like? What's that like with uh, trying to do your job to help encourage these guys? Well, it's like uh, working with a, a, a mi- people on a mission field. Mm-hmm. Our university campuses are, I talk about them as small nations. Mm-hmm. They're spread across the state. They have a fence around them. Mm-hmm. They have their own language, their own culture. You, I'd say, you know, I can tell what college a college student goes to when I'm standing in line behind a Mapco by what they dress. Mm-hmm. So the, every, every one of those cultures is different. Uh, it's not the church. The campus is not the church. It's a different world. And so we feel like missionaries, and I'm working with missionaries on those campuses across the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Tennessee Baptists have invested in an important way for almost 100 years to have ministries on campus. We're on about 25 campuses in a multiple set of ways on 10 campuses, Tennessee Baptists own a building and um, own and support, maintain those buildings. We have a staff of 14 campus ministers who work across the state. We have uh, campus missionaries or young adults who are uh, working on their calling, but give us a year to three years. Hmm. We work with those um, staff members. We also work with associations who, where we don't have a TBMB direct presence, uh, there are associations that have ministries on campuses. Some of them have buildings. Mm-hmm. Some of them have staff members. And so we work with all of that. At the end of the day, it's about, right now, about 25 ministries across the state. Wow. Well, and I know that there, 
these guys are very busy, not only in just trying to uh, minister to, to the students, uh, provide a place in which they can kind of get away and break away and build some relationships, but they're going to out, out to churches too and uh, building relationships with those uh, pastors and and I guess just spreading the word with congregations about what they do. You bet. Uh, Baptist Collegiate Ministry is not a church. And so we're really focused on students being involved in church and churches, church leaders being involved in Baptist Collegiate Ministry. So if you walk into one of our centers around the around the state uh, on a weekday when there's an event going on, you're you're likely to find two, three, four ministers from local churches uh, in those buildings. And so what we do is is integrated with what local churches are doing. We uh, all our leaders we encourage them to be involved in local church. Uh, we do everything we can do to connect those students on campus with the church. Well, now, uh, if, if a pastor's listening to this right now and they're getting ready to send their their um, their child to college, they need to plug into a BCM. You bet. Yeah. Um, and, and I think there's a lot of students who are, uh, especially our Baptists, uh, from our Baptist churches that don't necessarily do that, but they need to. You bet. We think they do, yeah. and uh, churches could do uh, could do even more to connect those students to our Baptist Collegiate Ministry. You can go to the TBMB website, and you can find a list of uh, BCMs around the state and connect those students directly to that. We have a we have a freshman connector online, which uh, where you can upload a list of college students and their contact information, so we can reach out to them before they even get to campus. And you're connecting that student to BCM is connecting them to a local church. The local church is in that community where they're going. So you know they're going to be connected to ministry, to Christian people on campus, mm-hmm. and to local churches in the area. All right. Well, and, and going to a uh, university after you leave, like I have my oldest just graduated high school, so she's going to college. And so uh, she's luckily she's going to Carson Newman. Sure. If she was going to someplace like ETSU or UT, you know, in a it's a different environment and uh, an environment which she may not be used to, and lots of challenges, lots of of people who probably are uh, believe contrary to what she believes, and will challenge her with that, and so. Uh, I'm sure other students, all other students face that same thing. So as, as, as they work through that, these, these uh, students, if they're going to a class of philosophy or whatever it may be, and they're challenged, you know, I'm not sure if most students actually go back home to their pastor and say, Pastor, this is what they're telling me. Help me work through this. You're probably not doing that. I doubt they're even going to their, their uh, parents and talking to them. But they can go to the BCM and say, you know, help me to work through my salvation, my spiritual life, uh, and understand this based on what uh, the world's saying, that I can uh, have confidence in the Lord and the ability to be able to share my faith with those who believe different. You bet. That's, um, that's a conversation we have all day, every day. Mm-hmm. So for the student to come to campus and uh, part of the challenges are the, the classroom. Of course, it's um, uh, it's not church, mm-hmm. you know, it's college. And we are fully hopeful that young adults can come to college, spend four years uh, in an undergraduate program and walk away with their faith even stronger. It's mm-hmm. what we see every day. Yeah. And our campus ministers are 
fully used to having that conversation. There's not a conversation they haven't had before. Mm-hmm. And so um, to have a conversation with a campus minister about any of those issues that a young adult's working through uh, can be really encouraging and affirming and to say, you know what, um, that, that information, the content in that class is important. You should work on that class. You should do well in that class. And here's how I think about that content. Or here's how I think, uh, here's how I hold to my faith when I hear what your professor said. I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. And to have that conversation with someone who's not, uh, a campus minister who's not anxious about having that conversation is mm-hmm. really valuable. It's also important to come into Baptist Collegiate Ministry where there are upperclassmen who have, they've already been in that class. Mm-hmm. They've been here for two or three years. They're still holding their faith. They're growing in their faith. And uh, to be around a whole community of young adults who say, yeah, it's going to be all right. Yeah. It's okay. You can you can walk out of here a believer and, and learn how to be an engineer or a philosopher right. uh, and walk out of here holding to your faith. That's, that's uh, at least as encouraging as those campus minister conversations. Yeah. Now, how— uh, how difficult is it to build a share Christ on campus? It's not difficult. Is it not? No, I do this all the time. Uh, it sounds like it would be uh, a challenge, and it can be a little frightful for an 18-year-old, mm-hmm. but it's something we work on all the time. And so we, you know, uh, we have methods for getting undergraduates on the campus into situations where they share the gospel. Mm-hmm. At Middle Tennessee State University, they have a go-kart. They call it the go-kart. Yeah. And they get the go-kart out on, co- on campus. It's a coffee cart. Mm-hmm. And so they're giving away coffee. They're in the middle of the big old sidewalk in the middle of campus with 25,000 students. Uh, that, that cart's stocked with uh, Pop-Tarts and granola bars that local churches have, have given uh, to support the ministry. And students uh, are stopping people and having conversations. Sometimes we use a survey hmm. just to have a faith conversation. And um, it's just not that hard. Our universities are not against it. Yeah. We operate as recognized student organizations on these campuses. We follow their policies and rules, and we're good neighbors. But it's, uh, you know, if you really think about what's a university, it's where ideas are exchanged, and our ideas are at least as good as anybody else's. So we get on those campuses and exchange those ideas, and our ideas happen to be about Jesus. Yeah. So what about uh, the professors? How open are – has there been conversations uh, that – that the BCM people or even uh, students will have conversations about Christ that maybe they have a participated in some kind of activity the BCM has been doing. Well, you know, I think uh, universities get such a bad rap today, especially in some portions of the media that are just really anti-educational. And the reality is in, in the state of Tennessee, our universities, public universities are full of Christian people. Mm. And um, I don't know how many events I've been at in the last few years at our BCMs where university professors, faculty members are are teaching, they're part of the conversation, they're on a panel. Mm-hmm. These are faithful believers who yeah. happen to be engineering professors or philosophy professors or in nursing school professors who believe in Jesus, who are faithful to their uh, calling to Christ and who are able to come into our BCMs. We see them as partners. Right. And um, they may not be preaching in their classroom. Okay, that's not their job. Right. You know, that's our job. Yeah. But they come in to our world and, and help us do that. And we see them as friends in our in our universities and in, it's, our universities are full of people. Those are diverse worlds. Uh, there's all kinds of people in those universities. And mm-hmm. so we want them to be our friends and we consider them a friendly presence in the universities. We have a university where the university president, who's not a Baptist guy, but he plays on our BCM intramural team. Oh, wow. 
we have presidents who uh, want to be part of our uh, Welcome Week activities and who have shared their testimony and prayed in our PCM Welcome Week activities. Yeah. And I'm not going to name those refer- those presidents. Yeah. Uh, but you know we have we have people who support our work from top to bottom who mm-hmm. know where we are and and we we see our citizenship on those campuses as a really important thing. Like mm-hmm. we're going to earn the right to be here. We're going to serve our university. We're going to serve their mission. Uh, we know who we are. They know who we are. We're not pretending to be anything other than Baptist presence on campus. But those universities, we want to be. We want them calling us, mm-hmm. and that's really how we position ourselves—not as adversarial, but as part of the university conversation. Right, and I think that uh, you know it depends on how you, what you, th- how you think of going to college or university, getting that higher education. Is it a place just to get a degree? No matter if you go to school to get a degree. That's a that's four years right. that's going to shape your life. You bet. Yeah, and that's the the four years in which you're going to decide who you are, mm-hmm. who you're going to be, what you're going to do with yourself, with whom you're going to do it, mm-hmm. uh, whose you are, and um, those are huge questions. Yeah. That um, I, I'm now I've been at this long enough. I have 60 year old alumni, oh. <laughs> people who were involved in we called it BSU back in the day at right. UT in the eighties. They're now 60 years old. Yeah. And when I run into them, they still, they're still talking about their college experience. Right. And, and there's a, here's my wife. You remember we met him. You remember you did our wedding. We met in BSU and they're still with that person. They're still, um, doing their calling. And, um, you know, there are thousands and thousands of those people around our state who've come through BSU BCM in Tennessee not to count the many other conventions who do the same similar work. So we're having this long-term impact because those four years or five years or six years for right. some people yeah. <laughs> are so crucial. And uh, there's no other time in life when you're making those kind of decisions. Yeah. It's, and if you have, why do people do campus ministry, college ministry? Well, that's why. Yeah. Because you're, you're getting to interact with people uh, at the point at which they're really shaping their lives. Well, and, and we're fortunate to live in a state that uh, we, we have – our, our uh, Baptist faith is so strong and Christianity is so strong in our state. And I think in probably uh, versus other states uh, for the north of us. Well, uh, but, sure. And there's some states where this will be a, a different experience. It can be done. I have yeah. friends who, of course, do it in, in all the places you that you can imagine were difficult. And they're difficult. But uh, the word of God's powerful. It yes. has a way. And uh, this work is done in a lot of amazing places. We are fortunate. We yeah. we have we have uh, good support in our universities, and and we try to earn that. Yeah. Well, and I think that's important for our pastors, our churches to know and not not neglect that in some way. How important it is to have uh, a presence on our campuses, uh, because I think we forget that is a shaping time in our life, and and especially our the youth that are coming from those uh, churches, and uh, we. Uh, our our uh, hope and our prayer is to continue and grow in their faith, and they become leaders in our churches. And so that that uh, chapter in our life, small chapter in our life in those universities, is going to set the tone. You bet. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and I want to say that there are really, we think about, oh, well, there are two kinds of people on our campuses, two kinds of undergraduates on our campuses. One kind is the one who came through our churches, and we had them in the nursery, and we had him a VBS, and we we uh, had him our youth group, and we baptized him, and we sent him to the youth camp, and then we sent him off to college. Eighteen, we started praying really hard for him. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. The other kind of student doesn't know Jesus. Mm-hmm. They didn't come from our churches, and I, I got to tell you, uh, so many more students in our BCM are those students mm-hmm. who we've reached. They come to Christ. 
or they come from various other traditions and they find their way into what we're doing at Baptist Collegiate Ministry. And so, so many of our students who are actively involved and after they come to Christ and they're baptized in local church, become our leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not just a place for our, our Baptist students to go uh, hone their faith. Mm-hmm. It certainly is that, but it's also, we're uh, aggressively evangelistic on campus and people are coming into our ministry and we're engaging in the local churches and those people also go out and they're part of the kingdom uh, in a very important way and because of the work Baptists are doing on our Tennessee campuses. How is the, you know, we ha- every campus has a lot of uh, different cultures, people from all over the world mm-hmm. who get their education there. And obviously we know that there's an influx of that yeah. uh, more so. So how do we address that? How does BCM uh, deal with trying to build those relationships? Sure. In Tennessee, typical year, there are about 6,000 international students. That's not ethnic students who, who come from Tennessee high schools who right. come from another. Those are those are students who come from China, Saudi Arabia, Germany. Um, they're, they're, college, they're high school graduates. They come to, or they're college graduates and come to do graduate work in our university. So I don't know how they find Cookville, Tennessee, yeah. Martin, Tennessee, but you have those campuses and they're all these students from all over the world. Mm-hmm. And um, we engage that. So um, at, um, I don't know why I'm not, these things keep coming up but in, in Middle Tennessee State, but Middle Tennessee State on Tuesday nights, they have international dinner. Yeah, They, they partner with another ministry on campus. Uh, that's directly focused with internationals, but um, our students are involved in that. They're serving a meal. They're having conversations. They're getting to know these students from Japan and Korea, and they're having conversations uh, as friends, and then yeah. often as conversations, the conversations about the gospel. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do that all over the state. We have some students in some places who they go off to um, another country during the summer and do summer missions. We have so much of that. And then they come back to campus and they bring this eagerness and confidence about reaching out to Muslim students mm-hmm. or reaching out to students who have not exposed, been exposed to the gospel because of where they come from. And what an opportunity. Mm-hmm. We also work hard to work with uh, an ethnically diverse campus and, and do our best to reach out to people from different backgrounds um, because we believe that's what the gospel is about right well kind of tell me uh i have two things i'll ask you but i, I want to uh, talk about mission work um you know i think it's a great privilege that a student can come at, and go to college and connect with bcm and be able to do summer missions i think that's a great experience so how does that work exactly if someone's listening right now has no idea how how a student can do summer missions how do they sign up for that how what do they do for those those months out in different places? Right. Well, that's a that's a whole big uh, part of what we do. And so we we one of the things we do is try to create the gateway experiences. A mm-hmm. lot of students come to college, uh, even if they've been at a Baptist church, they may not have done a missions experience. And so uh, for a lot of students, their first experience is a group experience. Mm-hmm. And we do fall mission trips. We do. Um, uh, Christmas break mission trips. Often that's disaster relief we'll do at Christmas. We do spring mission trips. Some years we mobilize in Tennessee a thousand students for short-term missions. Mm. And for many of them, we hope they'll get a heart for that. And so then they may, we try to promote an opportunity to do a full summer of missions. They may go for 10 weeks through our Centian mm-hmm. uh, missions program. That program, uh, we, we um, have, we, 
provide a whole slate of opportunities, Tennessee, North America, and around the world, mm-hmm. opportunities for students. And we, we put them through a uh, application process. We vet them. We vet the ministry opportunities. Uh, local BCMs raise the funds for this. Um, uh, this. This doesn't come from CP dollars, although there's some support for that mm-hmm. in, in golden offering dollars so to support the, the structure. But the students and the B, local BCMs raise the funds for this, mm-hmm. and we may spend seventy-five to $100,000 a year, mm-hmm. some years in summer missions that's been raised locally. And, you know, again, I mentioned these 60-year-old alumni I have, and when I see them, they're like, man, you remember that trip to Puerto Rico? Yeah. I, I think, man, I wish you knew the background. That was the hardest trip. But <laughs> for them, that was a life-changing experience. Yeah. Or they tell me about the summer they spend in Montana doing summer mm-hmm. missions or um, the, the Christmas they went to serve in China. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these amazing opportunities that are life-changing. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a, uh, an alumnus from Vanderbilt BCM. And he's gone on to do a multitude of things. He has an MBA from Harvard. And um, I found some, if you remember what, Kevin, if you remember what slides are, I found two yeah. carousels of slides when we emptied the building at, in Brentwood. In our, his, in our historical cage, I found these slides, and I realized these belong to Hal. And and I called Hal on the phone. I said, hey, Hal, I found your slides. They're pictures of your Brazil trip. <laughs> and he's like, I said, I'm going to send them to you. He said, that's okay. You don't have to. He said, I had another set, and they're running today oh. in my living room on my digital screen. Those slides are running today. Oh, wow. Now, we're talking about a grown man who's gone on to have a full ministry career and then a business career. Yeah. And he's still thinking about his ministry experience um, 40 years ago. Yeah. It had that kind of impact in his life. Wow. So that's that's what we want uh, for our students to have is that uh, to learn to have a lifestyle of mission, mm-hmm. uh, to learn to have, and we, you know, to have, it's a, also leadership training. All this we're doing is we're building leaders. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you think those 14 campus ministers and some campus missionaries have to create a ministry program that involves around 5,000 actively involved students in any given year, wow. uh, you realize, oh, we we're building leaders out of this. 19 year olds mm-hmm. and uh that that experience we don't just send them back to church we send them on to be leaders in, mm-hmm. the, in the kingdom so and summer missions is a really important part yeah. of that well now uh, just to kind of clarify all the things you do there's a lot that the the uh, bcm ministers do throughout the week so they don't just send them a trip so they don't they, they are just, generalists kevin oh, yeah yeah we uh we uh we employ them and make sure they're trained and we send them to a building 200 miles from Franklin, from the TBC, TBMB building. And uh, they got to take care of that building and take care of the business and uh, do the accounting and buy the meals. And uh, they have to do everything. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're over there by themselves. They don't have a janitor or most of them don't have a ministry assistant. And uh, it's it's day and night. College students don't go away. Right. You know, they're not like a youth meeting on Wednesday night. Yeah, These college students are around day and night. So or, they're organized in worship service. They're organized yeah, a Bible study. They're absolutely. organizing the meal. They're teaching. Teaching. They're cleaning up. They're going, taking out the trash. They're visiting. They're counseling. They're pastors. Contacting local churches because they're part of the TBMB team. So they're engaging local churches in multiple ways. They're engaging some of them multiple associations. Some mm, of them wow. work with three or four associations directly. They're busy people, men and women. Yeah. Well, I always hear always good things. Uh, that's going on, how they're impacting 
the students on the campuses hear it from parents that they just love their BCM guys. So, uh, you know, I, I think that this is an incredible ministry on our campuses. And I think probably a ministry that is sometimes uh, not talked about and has, or I wouldn't say forgotten, but they don't, there's not a, a light shone on them very often, but they're doing a huge ministry, huge impact to those students for that's uh, lifelong lasting. So I really appreciate all that do. And I was thinking, you know, uh, I, I, I've known you for, well, I've known you for 15 years because yeah, I've been part of the convention. And <clears throat> the greatest thing about you is that you can remember anybody's name and everything about them. Oh, I don't, but I, I do. But think, you sure act I do like think, you do. I, well, that's because we uh, we know some amazing people. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I wake every morning thinking, man, the amazing people I get to know. So, yeah. uh, love people. You know, I had a predecessor, uh, um, a man uh, who was um, he was state director in Tennessee for BCM mm-hmm. in the '50s and '60s, mm-hmm. and then he went on to be the national director for. BCM and at his funeral somebody told a story about him and they said he could go all over the country as national director and walk into a campus minister's office in Kansas and say how's your wife Sally and how's your daughter Julie and how's wow. how those violin lessons coming and somebody said to him one day man I wish I could do that and he said yeah the problem is you just don't care enough hmm. uh, anyway I try wow. to care enough wow. but man we work with some great people and I love knowing them we you know think about pastors we know around the state leaders and um, the staff you and I get to work with fantastic yeah. people with TBMB but uh, I just wake up every day glad to know the amazing people we yeah. know well Bill I really appreciate you taking some time uh, I I do admire you you do such an awesome job leading all these guys thanks Gary. somebody's got to help help coordinate all these uh, ministers across the state and keep them all on track and you do an awesome job so I really appreciate you thanks Kevin well if you are listening today and uh, you'd like to uh, ask any questions to me or uh, to Bill or what we do at TM Baptist Camps please send us an email at uh, Carson Podcast I'll get this right we changed our email address okay. Carson Co- blah, blah. Carson Podcast at tmbaptist.org. Until next time, I hope that you look for opportunities to start a conversation about Christ with someone you know. Thank you for listening to Camp Radio, a podcast of TN Baptist Camps. The ministries of Carson Springs and Linden Valley are supported through the cooperative program and gifts received through the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions. For more information, visit tnbaptistcamps.org or you can email us at carsonpodcast at tnbaptist.org.